Welcome to Wench Wednesday. Here we discuss everything from pop culture, everyday struggles, and give bold advice. A show with storytelling and the honest truth. We are here to entertain you and distract you in the best way possible. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome for the very first episode of Modern Wenches Podcast. My name's Marissa, and I'm one of your hosts. I'm joined in the room here with Gabby. Hi. Sally. Hi. And Alex. Hi. <laughs> We're here to entertain you, to distract you with the bullshit in our lives, to make you laugh, to make you think. And we really want to uh, just have a good time with you guys. So um, since it's the very first episode, I thought it would be nice for us to do individual introductions, but it's not going to be your regular introduction. It's going to be us talking about our Harry Potter houses. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, here we're all four individually nerdy women, and Harry Potter just coincidentally has to be one of the things that we are really interested in and one of the many <laughs> things that we just have a, a mutual likeness for and we want to share this information with you. <laughs> so, Gabby. You gotta break the ice, right? You gotta break it. <laughs> well, um, I'm one of the four wenches and I actually am not very knowledgeable in Harry Potter. Like, I know your standard basic things. But I came with some questions because I am surrounded by three very knowledgeable Harry Potter people, but I do know what house I belong to. Um, so I want to ask a question. The first question is, what is a Patronus? Can you guys tell me what a Patronus is? I have no idea what that is. And what does it do to you? As Alex, you're typing into Google, what is a Patronus? <laughs> well, before we get into those questions, uh, should we do a little introduction and say like what our houses are first before we dive deep into that? Sure, yeah. Okay, so sure. then, um, Gabby, since you were talking about your house, what house are you? I am the Hufflepuff of this four squad right here. Squad. 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 <laughs> squad. <laughs> but yes, I am the Hufflepuff. Marissa, what house do you belong to? Gryffindor. Ten points for Gryffindor. Ten points for Gryffindor. I feel like that's like the luckiest house to get into because like that's the one that people actually care about. <laughs> You know, I don't know. Like, in my opinion, Gryffindor is kind of overrated, but. But that's why everyone's like, oh, I want to be a Gryffindor. I personally like, want to be a Slytherin. I mean, it depends on what kind of like where you took your quiz at. Like there's quizzes now where you can be a blend of two houses. Mm. And in that case, I am a Gryffin puff. A Gryffin because puff. I am a nice Gryffindor. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> that can be debatable. But, you know, for the most part, I'm kind of nice. Alex, what house do you belong to? I'm actually a Ravenclaw. Whoop, whoop. There you go. Yeah, I'm like, when I first took the quiz, I'm like, who the fuck is a Ravenclaw? <laughs> <laughs> who is he? I thought, I thought I was going to land in, in Slytherin because, you know, I'm a little bit sadistic sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of surprised you got in Ravenclaw, yeah, too. Yeah, me, too. When I got that, I was just like, I'm like, you don't wow. read. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you don't. excuse me. <laughs> but Ravenclaws are known to be intelligent, knowledgeable. They plan ahead and they're quick-witted. So I can, I see that in you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I see that too. But also like being blue and gold, like that's not really my colors. <laughs> maybe you're a Raven Slytherin, Slytherin Claw. Yeah, maybe. Slither Claw. Fire and gold. Oh. Yeah, I'm still not vibing with that. <laughs> nah, I like green and gold. Yes. Sally, do you want to say what your house is? I am very proudly a Slytherin. Lucky. 
So why? Why are you so proud? Because no one likes Slytherin. I like I'm Slytherin. Like, I, I wish I was a Thank Slytherin. You. I wanted to I be one. That. I'm with the Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> Slytherin those pants. <laughs> what else? What other house do you think you're part of? What, what combination do you think you'd be? I think she'd be a part of a Ravenclaw because she's very, like, smart. Hey, so, thank you. Mm-hmm. Which is also why I think I should be, like, half Slytherin. Because <laughs> I'm kind of I, mean, I gotta find that quiz where it's, like, the, the it, two it houses. It was on BuzzFeed. Was it? It gave you, like, your yeah. percentages of what houses. So mm-hmm. my highest two was actually Ravenclaw and Slytherin. Mm-hmm. But Gryffindor was very... Close, close behind. I, I mean, the percentages weren't off by much with these three houses, but Hufflepuff was almost non-existent. <laughs> then what do you think would be my secondary house? Because I have no idea. Gryffindor, because yeah, I've seen you start a fight. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. You kind of got that like feisty, like fiery side that like oh. the Gryffindor carries. There we go. But We're going to get married. But yeah. then also, like, you get all fired up, but then you're like, let me go cry because I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just crying as I'm arguing. <laughs> hey, that's a real thing, though. I hate that. I can't get into arguments for shit because I'm like, <laughs> hold on. I need a minute. <laughs> I'm crying because I want to murder someone. I need to think of what to say that to you first. Me. And it's usually in the shower. And then you knock over and a shampoo you- bottle and you're like, shit. And then you're alone. <laughs> then you think about the argument. Like, well, I'm, I'm by myself. Yep. <laughs> Well, now that everyone knows what houses and possible other house we belong to, um, I want you guys to educate me on Harry Potter because I'm still kind of clueless into a lot of it. I mean, you're not alone. I am not like super, super into Harry Potter. Obviously, I watched all of the movies multiple mm-hmm. times, but I've never read the books and I'm not like really knowledgeable as far as the characters uh-huh. themselves go, except for obviously like the main ones. Got it. Mm-hmm. But I love Harry Potter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't take away from my love. Exactly. No. I mean, I read the books. I watched the movies, but I've only read the books once. Oh, okay. Because I was always really big growing up, like going to book releases mm-hmm. as a kid. Like, I, you know, when they would release the books at midnight at Barnes and Noble or something like that. I would go there. I would binge read the book. And then after that, I would be done with it. Um, and because of that, you know, I haven't reread those books and god when did the last book come out don't even know oh Oh my god i want to say like 2007 2006 2007 oh i don't know that was the last time i read it but i also found out something too that they have like little quite like potter heads when they'll be like a half or a full blood Mm -hmm. um is or no sorry not a full blood a pure blood is somebody who has read the books and watched the movies. A half-blood is somebody who's only seen the movies or read the books. Mm-hmm. And then you have a <laughs> muggle, I think, was like if you've just like, you acknowledge Harry Potter, you've casually seen it, but you're not like interested in it. Oh, dang. Okay. I think I'm a muggle because I casually seen it. Like I, I, I like acknowledge mm-hmm. it, but I... <sighs> but like you haven't seen all of them chronologically or anything like that i think i don't really i think i've only seen all of them once Mm -hmm. but i wasn't someone who like i want to watch harry potter Mm. like i don't go after it oh see that was like opposite for me i really love the movies and for me i actually really like the movies Mm -hmm. my sister is really into harry potter like she has like a collection of like those really expensive wands Mm-hmm. that are all just like in boxes she doesn't take them out like they're not to be touched 
Uh-huh. Um, so my sister was kind of the one who got me into Harry Potter. She watched all the movies, read all the books. Like she has all the little accessories to go along with it. So, you know, sometimes after school you would come home and we'd just watch Harry Potter. Like almost every single day we'd watch a different one. Mm-hmm. This was back in like maybe 2008, mm-hmm. I want to say. So not all the movies had come out. But if it was like a rainy day, we're like, this is Harry Potter day. And we'd sit there, we'd watch the movies together like all the time. So I really have to thank my sister for getting me into Harry Potter because it's really her who did that. I mean, I didn't even watch the last movie, like the part two, mm-hmm. until maybe within the last six months. Wow. I had seen the first, of this year? Yes. I had seen the first part like a while ago, like uh-huh. when that one came out. I watched the first half. And then I just took years to watch the second <laughs> half, I think, because I didn't want to be disappointed. Oh. So I just fair. watched it recently because I think they had like a, a marathon on some TV. <laughs> it's always like ABC <laughs> family. Yeah, I was say, or on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's freeform now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sally, what was your, um, what's your history with Harry Potter? I am a pureblood. It started um, in... S- I think sixth grade, this was right before the first movie came out. Mm-hmm. So our teacher wanted to do this part in English class where mm-hmm. she would read us excerpts from the books. So we read book one together in class. Mm-hmm. And since then, as the books kept coming out, I just kept buying them. I even bought like The Cursed Child. Oh, yeah. Wow. Watched all the movies. Have you guys seen um, at Costco? They have illustrated versions of the books. Yeah, those are so pretty. I love all the illustrations on it. And I'm just like, as a kid, just being like imagining discovering Harry Potter for the first time with those books, I think would really bring out a bigger fan base than. But I also whoa, <laughs> but I also like um, that you know part of the books was like it was before the movies came out or they came out around the same time mm-hmm. so we were able to use our imagination and it kind of like brought that out with a lot of kids and it almost like created like a little community amongst themselves which i liked yeah when the books first came out i did read the first one like when i was a little kid i did read the first one because my sister was reading them and i'm like oh you know my big sister's doing it so i want to do it too so i read the first one i think i read all the way up until the goblet of fire i want to say like, I read all the way up until there, and mm-hmm. then I just stopped. I think because I just got older, and I'm just like, man, fuck reading. <laughs> <laughs> I tried really hard. I remember being in elementary school and seeing the first book. It's the Sorcerer's Stone, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm correct. I tried reading it in English, and then I tried picking it up in Spanish, and I couldn't for the life of me get into them. Partially could have been because I wasn't that into reading as an elementary kid. Yeah. And it just, after that, I, as growing up, I wasn't as exposed i didn't have someone older than me in the household i was a teenager who was into harry potter um i did see the films i did have an uncle who would take me but i was never really like given that source of love for harry potter it wasn't until maybe my high school years that i dabbled a little bit more into it i haven't read the books yet still i i bought i think two of them and Alex, my boyfriend, has the books, and I asked him if I could read them, but I still haven't been able to sit down and read them. It, I can't because I watch the movies, and now yeah, I have expectations. That's almost like the problem that I have with um, people who read – not people, but I mean like when you read the books before you watch the movie, mm-hmm. it, it kind of um, – or sorry, no, I had that backwards. People who watch the movies before they read the books. Mm-hmm. 
um, it kind of taints your imagination because then you automatically envision that person, like who you're reading about. Mm -hmm. Um, And it then can like, you're constantly like comparing and be like, well, that didn't happen in the book or the movie or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever the situation is. I don't know. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm not such a big Potter head because I wasn't into reading at that age and when I probably should have picked it up. Um, But Everything that I've picked up has been by friends and that's how I, you know, like, hey, take the quiz on Pottermore, find out what household you belong to. And then I was like, oh, I see it. I am a Hufflepuff. You're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I do fit into this world. Yeah. I'm like, that's where I belong. Yeah. Hmm. So you said you had some questions written down? I do. I have a couple questions written down and I just want to learn more because I am a nerd, but I don't want to lie and say I'm the biggest Harry Potter fan. Um, First off, what is a Patronus and what does it do? What's the, pur- or what's the purpose of a Patronus? I don't know. So the purpose of the Patronus is to repel what is known as a Dementor. Mm-hmm. So it's this dark mythical creature that sucks out the happiness from you and mm-hmm. essentially can steal your soul. Okay. So the Patronus is unique to you. Uh-huh. So everybody could have a different Patronus. So it's it's basically your your guardian from the Dementor. Ah, and so and it's just something that's basically protecting your in, innocence in a sense, your happiness, your bubble, your soul, your, your soul. soul, your soul. <laughs> they literally suck out your soul, and oh. so you use that you use your Patronus to protect you against them. Because I still have in my head that image, like that scene in Harry Potter, one of the f- the film where, you know, he's it's like what the lake, and he sees this. The deer across, mm-hmm. I think that's his mom or something like that. Dad. His dad. He sees it and he's, you know, screaming out Patronus or whatever. I have that, but I was like, wah, what is that? Yeah, <laughs> it's basically was protecting him uh, in that moment. In that sense, in that moment. Okay, okay. Um, since we did talk about the books, um, Sally, you are a full blood um, and you dabbled into the books as well, Marissa, and you read, Alex, you read a few of them. From what you've read, is the book better or is the movie better details or did the movie do justice to the book? Because I, I don't have something to compare it to. Okay. Um, for me, I'm more of a visual person, so mm-hmm. it was easier for me to watch the movies and get into it. When I was younger, I did prefer reading. Like mm-hmm. I love to read when I was younger. Now I'm just like, meh, I don't care. Um, <laughs> so when I was, I was little, I did have like a more creative imagination and I could picture like what was going on. But as I got older, I'm just like, you know, the movies are good enough mm-hmm. okay sally i hate the movies <laughs> oh damn <laughs> all right throw the shade <laughs> i mean as as movies standalone don't consider the books mm-hmm. they're not the best but they're not that bad considering the books the movies do not do any justice to the book details at all okay um my biggest pet peeve would be uh book four the or goblet of fire mm-hmm. or there was so much more magic that was explored that mm-hmm. they just did not put into the film. I mean, did you see how gigantic that book was? Like, <laughs> it was a thick gonna, um. Now, does that do you think it has to do with the time that it was released and that maybe it didn't have enough money, or it was just the choice to make it everything fit into the film that just gives you enough of what you need to continue the storyline? I think it's more of the later. There's just so many details mm-hmm. and magic in that book that I don't think 
you could really do a okay. great film about it. Yeah, so for me personally, Goblet of Fire is actually my favorite movie out oh. of all of them. Goblet of Fire is my favorite. I can watch that one just solo without having to go in order. Like, I love that movie. Yeah. I like Prisoner of Azkaban. That okay, was my I do, favorite That's one. like my second favorite. That's the one movie that's reminiscent in my brain the most. it's when things start going dark. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I like the dark. I like the dark. <laughs> so for you, Marissa, since you did read uh, the books and you watched the, the movies, to mm-hmm. you, what is the preference more? Book or movie or both? Or how Sally says she has I, pet peeves? Yeah. No, I kind of agree with Sally on that one. Like to me, I've always seen them as like two individual entities entities rather mm-hmm. than just like one fusion um you know i the the books because i just like reading i've always been an active reader i mean now as like an adult i don't read that much because unfortunately it puts me to sleep sometimes now <laughs> adult <laughs> um but it's weird though because like if i read things through a phone it's mm-hmm. it's different i mean obviously there's like the blue light factor and all that kinds of stuff but i don't know it's easier for me to be awake on my phone than it is by reading a book. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like I will admit um, Harry Potter, um, the movies, because there were certain factors that I wasn't really happy with because the books were so detailed, um, that along with certain animes that I was into at the time is what actually was a gateway for me to read fan fiction. Okay. Because there were certain aspects in the film that I enjoyed mm-hmm. and that people who um, also felt similar in that regard, you know, they would put their own spin on things. And I kind of like enjoyed different perspectives from that. Okay. But yeah, they've always been two separate things. So to me, I've only seen the films and I, it's not something that I avidly see. Um, so I'm content with the movies because I can't mm-hmm. compare it to the book. Um, I do... I did fi- find it, um, I'm going to say wondrous, the films, and I, I'll i give them a 10 out of 10 because I haven't yeah. read the books. Um, but this leads me to my next question um, about Harry Potter. So being that you guys read uh, all the books or some of the books, um, is there a character in there that uh, you would say the book depicted better or the movie didn't depict it the way the book did or that you felt was completely changed or that, you, you know, a character that stood out to you for the right or wrong reasons? Hmm. I think for me, being a Slytherin, the character of Severus mm-hmm. Snape, mm-hmm. I, I think the film gave away more than the book. Than the book, I feel like the book kept us in the dark for him. For him, till we got to like the Order of the Phoenix. So, th- did you like that? That the film gave um, him more of a personality or more character than what you had read, or did you like more the book in that in that sense? Then, I it, it's hard to say because, mm-hmm. uh, like what Marissa mentioned, I do see them as two different entities. Mm-hmm. So it made sense to make him more readable in the movies. Mm-hmm. And in the book, it was more like a plot twist. Like, oh my God, he saved Harry. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I knew that. I was spoiler, like, what? A spoiler? <laughs> Marissa, for you? Um, I mean, I really like the way Luna was depicted in the films, too, mm-hmm. because she is kind of like that quirky thing. And people, you know, kind of looked at her weird. The, uh, it was that person who go, okay. <laughs> you do a second glance. Like, you, huh? don't, you don't question it. You're just like, all right, that's a weird person. Um, I personally think I would be friends with her. Um, but that's okay. A, well, technically, you are friends with her because she's a Ravenclaw like <laughs> me. That works. <laughs> 
that and works. that's how the friendship happened <laughs> <laughs> um but something it's not beef per se but i mean like hermione in the books like in the first one you know she had frizzy hair she was kind of awkward people made fun of her because she was so smart mm-hmm. and that also continued throughout the book series mm-hmm. um you know and then by the time two three and four came around you know her hair was smoother she started wearing makeup she was getting male attention um and it's like i kind of wanted her to be a stay awkward a little bit longer at least until you know like i mean three was she she was um emma watson's portrayal of her was changing but um you know i i wanted the the little awkward girl to be there to longer be there. because you know girls are it was some relatable. girls are awkward and it's more relatable and you know pe- i think it could be relatable too because that's her caving into the societal pressure mm-hmm. that she's Ooh. different so okay. by her Damn. changing her hair <laughs> and changing her makeup maybe yeah. it's yeah. because she got made fun of for how she looked so she changed yep. to kind of fit the more like oh this is normal for you to have like mm-hmm. straight hair it's you're a girl you should be wearing makeup like maybe that's why she changed how she looked because she didn't want to be portrayed as oh i'm just like some smart little frizzy haired nerdy mm-hmm. kid over here like True. she want to be like i can still be smart but look at i'm still pretty too be like bam you're gonna want to fuck me afterwards <laughs> <laughs> surprise motherfucker so we that's, exist that's, that's kind of how i see that is that she just gave like she because people do that like sometimes mm-hmm. if they get made fun of enough for something like they will give in and they will change and i think that yep. might have what happened to her she wanted to leave the muggle thing behind, behind. could be interesting i never even thought of that yeah and in the books hermione like marissa says she pretty much stayed true to herself mm-hmm. throughout the whole books and it became less of oh she's nerdy her hair's still frizzy uh-huh. she got dolled up for the ball it just became more of her abilities to be able to protect and even fight along song along harry mm-hmm. okay interesting and then also too i don't know if you you noticed this at all but in um harry potter and uh Oh my god! The la- Why am I having a brain fart right now? What's the <laughs> the last series? Half Blood Prince? No, not Half Blood Prince. Deathly Hollows. Yeah, Deathly Hollows. Sorry. Uh, in the part one, when Hermione goes back and um, she uh puts the spell on her parents. Mm-hmm. It's Caitlin Stark, the the same actress who plays Rob Caitlin Stark in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, that's her mom. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit fun lady, fact lady catlin stark lady and then stark. Oh, caretaker what's his name filch yeah. oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. he's um from the phrase yeah he's really Wal- he's walder frey he's walder oh frey. damn yeah Mrs. robert pattinson's in there too and he's in twilight <laughs> fun fact <laughs> If you didn't know. If you didn't didn't know. Yeah, well, he's dead. He's dead in both movies. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Jokes on him. Jokes on him. Interesting. Spanish influenza and died. (laughs) He died. (laughs) Did you guys do the Patronus quiz and the wand quiz? The Patronus one, yes. I also did the wand quiz, too. I don't remember. I did both, and I know it was one. my, My Patronus was with, like, a cat don't really remember the details no meow meow yeah i was cat what was yours alex uh my patronus was a thestral which is it's like that that like dead horse with the wings that you can only see it's a dead pegasus if you've been close to death you've seen some things yeah so basically (laughs) if you've like been through some shit like you can see them and it's in i forgot what movie it was but 
Luna can actually see them and so can Harry. There's like a whole scene when they're coming into the castle for like their to start a new year. Like they're the carriages are being pulled uh-huh. by themselves, but it's actually by the Thestrals. So that's oh. my Patronus, which I looked it up and it's actually one of the rarer Patronuses to have. Like not many people have them. And I think it's very spot on for me because it says Patron like to have that Patronus that you're a gentle at heart and you're kind to those around them. And I think that's definitely me. Interesting. Sally, what was your Patronus? She's all looking it up real quick. <laughs> so did I. Oh. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> My Patronus was the weasel. Really? A little weasel. A weasel. Mine mm. was a Tunkanese cat. Tunkanese? <laughs> Tunkanese What cat? kind of kitty is that? Let me see that gato. I don't know. <laughs> it's the shape of a cat. We're on Pottermore. Oh, it looks like those... Um, Oh, yours, Alex, yours is mystical. See, that's because I'm Google rare. a Tonkinese cat. I think <laughs> yeah, it's like the yeah. white ones with like the brown face that has like the light blue colored eyes. I think that's what it Google. looks like. Google what your Patronus means. <laughs> the weasel Patronus tend to be ruled by instincts and very intuitive. It has been assumed by those that are shy, cunning. You're very <laughs> shy, so that's like spot on for you. I agree with mine. Mine says a Tunkanese cat Patronus might indicate that you're a curious and loving person. This breed delights in playing games unlike lazier cats and is very generous with their affections. Following the felines, the fox slinks into fifth place. But oh, I, I agree with mine. But remember, mine, mine said that my house was Slytherin. The second, I think, but I know the first the time, time you retook it. Yeah. yeah, the time I retook it was a Slytherin, but the first time ever, and I'm going off by that one, it's the Hufflepuff. Maybe you're like in the cusp of them both. Yeah, You know, I can see that a little, but I think my Hufflepuffness comes out, out a lot more than <laughs> that Slytherin aspect. You're a very good person. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, those quizzes, though, that like just one answer alone can change. Just your changes outcome. everything. So, yeah. you know, it depends, you know, same with all like the personality quizzes and stuff, depending on how you're feeling that day. It's also going to dictate, you know, what mm-hmm. what yeah. class you are. Because I've taken the Patronus quiz and what house are you in quiz multiple times. And I get mm-hmm. the same answer every single time. <laughs> you're not getting out of I'm a Ravenclaw. I'm always in Ravenclaw <laughs> and I always have the Thestral. Interesting. But I think it makes the most sense for me, though, to have both of those, even though it says that Thestral is most common in Hufflepuff, uh-huh. which I don't think I relate to Hufflepuff really at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I, I had no idea. See, to me, when I saw the films, I was like, it's a deer. <laughs> That's a deer ghost. <laughs> and now I'm See, like, oh. When I saw the films, too, when I had seen the Thestral in the film, I was like, that's actually really cool. <laughs> and <laughs> and look then, at you. What do you know? If I was in the film, I could probably see them too. <laughs> you know what um, has become kind of iconic in that in the films and it's been used as people turn older or birth- the birthday cake, that cake, that pink cake with the f- green frosting. Oh, Harry, Harry's um, 11th birthday. Yeah, cake. I see a lot of people use that same thing for birthday cakes. I'm like... That's the one thing that stuck from from the films to use. And it's cute, though. It's got Hagrid's big old booty print on it because he smushed the box. <laughs> Marissa, what's your Patronus? Oh, yeah. Tell us. I am a chow dog. A chow, a chow dog. Yeah. I'm a chow. 
What does it mean? Um, it says like I have a friendly demeanor associated with dogs. Um, I'm loyal. It says depending on who I choose to be with. Ooh. Uh, fiercely protected of those individuals. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I, see that. I don't bond too well with just anyone is what it said. That's yeah. very true for me. Knowing mm, yes. Marissa since I was nine years old, that is 100% <laughs> true. Like everything about that is true. Ah. Uh-huh. Dang. Sally, what are you reading? My my wand. <laughs> oh, so you want to talk about wands? I know. No. No. That's, that's like too deep. Like, that's too deep. <laughs> You're like, it's that's too nerdy. Tone it down. I got excited. <laughs> okay, so my next question then. If you were in the films, I guess I can say film or book, um, whichever one you prefer more, um, what character or what would you have done that a character did? Or would you have done it better? Or, you know, what would you have done if you were a prominent character in the Harry Potter world. So like if we lived in the universe, what kind of character would Yeah, we? if you were living everything that the whole storyline, everything that went through, what would you have done to I guess affect the main story of it? I don't think I would have wanted to do anything as far as being like a main character goes because mm-hmm. I'm not the type of person who likes to insert myself into the spotlight. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so what would you I, have done? I would have rather just been kind of like a side character. Just Okay not yeah. much screen time just kind of in the background because i don't like to involve myself in things that don't involve me like why am i going to insert myself into someone else's business that's just not who i am <laughs> i'd rather just watch from the background and just be judging everybody and be like wow you could have done that so much more different just talking shit about <laughs> harry exactly. be like oh my god this kid's lame i'd be like these fucking dumbasses over here i would just be in the background mind my own business <laughs> that's what i would do in the films i would mind my own business i wouldn't mind i love that i would mind my own business sally what would you do um i definitely would have had beef with malfoy you think so i think so i i would be like you're being a dick yeah (laughs) i can see you two arguing with like every other house as well go ahead go call your dad see what happens call your daddy bitch bitch. But not not be like a main character at all. More more of a side character. Side character. I mean, yeah. I would be one of the few Slytherins that doesn't get locked in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would agree more. I wouldn't want to be a student. I would want to be a teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. I'd be down. I'd be an art teacher or something like that. Be hanging out with Miss Trelawney. Hey. Be like, what do the tea say? <laughs> I was gonna the, ask, the, what do the tea leaves say? <laughs> the grim, <laughs> the grim. <laughs> yeah. See, unfortunately, if I was a teacher, um, there is Gilderoy Lockhart, who is yeah. a Ravenclaw, mm. and I feel like I kind of fall into line with being someone like him because he's very, he's very self-centered and really I was gonna full be like vain. <laughs> He is so full of himself, and that is me. Like, you guys saw me earlier, like, <laughs> making sure I looked all perfect, even though no one can see us. And we're and not recording <laughs> our physical selves. And that's exactly what Gilderoy would have done, too. I mean, look at his whole classroom was covered in portraits and paintings of himself. <laughs> Nobody else but him. It was all him. And I think that would be me. And he's kind of, like, you know, dim-witted sometimes and oblivious. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely be like that, too where I'm just oblivious to what's happening around me, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah, but you seem like the type of person that puts in hard work for your achievements. So you're nothing like him in that. No, no? I kind of, no? you know, skirt around the edges there. <laughs> like, I, I always try and find, like, the easiest way to do anything and the quickest way to do it as That's possible. more accurate. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, I, I mean, well, you're like one step headed in that direction because I painted that pic, that portrait of you for your birthday. Yes. Oh, so I actually have a like a painting of me hanging up in my room with that Marissa kitties. painted. It's me with my two cats. <laughs> it's really awesome. I, by the I way. literally look at that every single day and be like, "Damn, I look good." <laughs> I'm not even kidding. She touches it. She's like, "Yeah, you look good. I look good." <laughs> no, I swear. I seriously look like, at it. Kiss it when all you're up the time. <laughs> I look at it all the time because I'm just like, "Wow, like that's really me. Like I look." like that in real life like dang yeah and I'm i so took, lucky and i took that picture i used as a reference too yeah and it was a photo marissa took of me for one of her classes and my photo classes i, I was a uh well, i should say i am an art major so one thing leads ble- leads into another thing but well i think as a <laughs> i wouldn't be either a main character or even a bubble of thought in the entire films or books. I think I'd just be minding my own business trying to love everybody. Trying to be like, everything's going to be okay, but pay no attention to me as a true book. <laughs> so I don't think I can, I don't want to be a main character. I I don't know what I would do as a side character and just, I'm just that random kid. I mean, but it's like, who's, who's to say like, you have to go to wizarding school i mean oh, does I that mean there's more schools there are oh, multiple oh, schools yes. the goblet of fire there's all the oh, schools duh. come to <laughs> oh my god doug abby i think that's why i like that movie so much because it kind of opened a door to, to like other there's house- all of these houses. other like wizarding schools out there that i really oh. didn't know about prior to this yeah i mean it is against the like the ministry of magic will find you and hunt you down if you do magic outside of the school uh-huh but i mean i feel like if you can develop your magic skills enough like you can't get would, caught would you get caught i mean i don't know i think you would get caught i probably think have like a little radar shooting down out of his phoenix and be like <laughs> hey get your ass in class <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> i think the way they explained it was there there's a tracer on you a tracer on your wand yeah yeah but oh. you can do magic freely after 18 so i'm like what if you just hold off on doing magic until you turn 18 is that why we saw fred and george yes yeah. and then mm-hmm. you just see as the progressively getting older mm-hmm. that they're using magic in yes. normal mm-hmm. time that's why oh, yeah okay. there's a there's an age where you can't do magic without um supervised oh see I, I i never even thought of that i was just like oh so now you're now you're doing magic yeah. out here so i'm like what's stopping you like i would be like all right cool i got magical powers i'm just gonna wait till i'm 18 and then what you gonna do but down. also <laughs> at the same time like how well can you learn that complicated magic on your own <laughs> you just imagine there's somebody with a youtube channel like doing <laughs> spells Leviosa <laughs> in a youtube video <laughs> It's all wizarding 101. There was a thing, <laughs> since we're talking about Patronuses, I saw on Tumblr. I love Tumblr. It's just the the randomness that comes out of it is is amazing. Um, there was a post that somebody was like, what if somebody's Patronus is a velociraptor or like a dinosaur? Oh, and, then all so the, cool. and then the other students are like humming the Jurassic Park scene, oh, like the muggles and stuff. They're like, nah, 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 nah. And then it's like everybody else is just really confused because they like, have what no idea doing? what's going on. <laughs> you wouldn't get it i don't know but it's like do you think like um kids who are in these magic schools and everything like that do you think they would know like stuff that muggles would just living in everyday society i don't think so i think they live in this bubble uh that doesn't have anything to do with muggles at least that's how it kind of feels because they look from what i understand Mm -hmm. uh, when harmani was introduced she is a muggle so they look down on her a lot it didn't matter yeah. your knowledge 
Um, but I, I don't think so. I think they're in the like we, they think they're higher up than muggles, so they have their own mm-hmm. mentality and I, things that they're going through on their I own. I don't fully agree with that because look at Mr. Weasley. He is fascinated by muggles, by humans, yeah, and he studies them, and oh. he is just like, oh, fascinated. like, look, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He loves muggles. So I don't think everybody thinks that they're above them. Like, I think there's characters like Mr. Weasley who wants to learn the ways of muggles yeah. and get to know them. So do you think it goes into, like, if you're wealthy, you don't really give two yeah, shits right. so. about Yeah, because it's muggle. like, if you're a pureblood or something uh-huh. like that, it, looking down at anybody below you is just like, oh, you I know, mean, you're look, not worth mm-hmm. my time. Look at the Malfoy family. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, at, true. at the same time, too, students, when they're not in Hogwarts or whatever school they're in, they're home. And wherever that home is, you're going to be experiencing whatever is going on, mundane day to day things. But a lot of them live in that wizarding world mm-hmm. as it is, unlike unless you're like Harry or Hermione, you know, they go home into the muggle world. Like and I sp- think it goes back to like um, the witch trials. Maybe oh, they just okay. decided Let's keep our world separately. Because Mr. Weasley gives the impression that, I mean, he asked what a rubber ducky was for. Mm-hmm. Did you it say a rubber ducky? Rubber, rubber duck. Oh, yeah, he wants duck. to know what the function of a rubber duck is in he the gives, movies. Oh, yeah. he, <laughs> he gives the impression of, even though he is enthusiastic about it, he doesn't come across muggles oh, in his day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like, what is that? But from afar? Mm-hmm. No, he like he's interested. He'll be like, "Tell me more." Like, I want to know. Like, what is it? What is it used for? How much does it cost you? No, but like, does I mean by like by afar? Does he interact with normal humans, or he's just asking someone who is in the wizarding world that it's a muggle? That's the only way he's approaching someone. He gives the impression of not even interacting with muggles, but he's curious. But he's yeah, curious because mm-hmm. I don't think that they're allowed to interact with a muggle oh. on that level because they're not allowed to show magic in it's the muggle world. Separate worlds. Yeah. There's there's a scene in the first Harry Potter where we overhear a conversation with um, Dean and someone else where he explains, um, one of his classmates explains, "My mom's a witch. My dad's a muggle." Oh, yeah. Mom's a witch. Dad's a muggle. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of a nasty shulk when he found out. (laughs) So even his parents, it was a shock to the dad. And And then you go and they had him. And they had him. Interesting. So (laughs) different levels. The one thing I am sad that the books never touched on was the wizard in school in the U.S., Wait, there's one in the U.S.? There's mm-hmm. one in the U.S. Oh, what? I can't remember what it's called. It, it Like I said, I only read the books like <laughs> long <laughs> ass time, time ago. ago. I don't remember much what? at all. Well, how would you think it would be? What? That's in, like... Yeah, I only read about it in Pottermore. So I think it's called Ilvamore or something like that. So the what? way they explained it was a witch from the U.K., immigrated to the u.s and she basically had to discover magic again and she discovered it through native americans what so she recreated hogwarts with native american ideology interesting yeah you got the name right ilvermore yeah Ooh. Il- yeah you're so smart <laughs> look at you go is kind <laughs> yeah it says it's uh hidden deep in the forest of Mount Greylock in Massachusetts. 
It St- would be in Massachusetts. <laughs> Stans, <laughs> which trials? <laughs> Stands the North American equivalent to Hogwarts. The school was founded by, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Isolt Say, I can't pronounce the name. Ooh, She's I an Irish anything. orphan girl descended from Hogwarts co-founder Salazar Slytherin after she fled on the Mayflower from an evil aunt. So she's the one that started this. Hmm. I had no idea. The more you know. Dang. That just, that just opens a Mind whole new like, bubble of questions. Like, so imagine if the U.S. school would have participated. Well, it can't be called Triwizard. It would be like Quad Wizard Tournament. Why Quad? No, I know, I know Quad is four. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know, but why four as opposed to three? Because it's four schools. Oh, four school. Okay, I missed that whole first part of what you said. That's all I was like, what? Hmm. Oh, damn. Would you, been cool. would, you wa- would you have gone to the U.S. version of Hogwarts? Obviously, because nope. we live. No. <laughs> I would want to no. go somewhere else. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that just opens a whole new can, can, uh, can of worms for Ooh, me. Opening a whole new kind of <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I had no idea. See, now I'm going to go and like dive deep into Wikipedia and all these websites. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Just to learn more. I had no idea. Mm. But you're right. The Salem Witch Trials. Damn. Imagine he's like, my great grandma was was a witch. It got burned at the stake. I mean, anybody who's any woman who had like a mole or was left handed or... Fuck, I don't even call it any of the other. Yeah, you backsassed your husband. Dressed a certain way. Yeah, like you were burned or drowned. Damn, you can't even breathe. (laughs) She's breathing. Burner, witch. If she floated, she's a witch. I'm like, what? (laughs) Have you ever seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail? There's a whole segment about like a witch trial going on. And they're all like... (laughs) All the Monty Python guys are like, oh, she's a witch. Burn her. Burn her. And everything's like, I'm not a witch. And then you're like, look at her nose. And they put like a false nose on her. Oh, my God. She's like, it's not my nose. It's a false one. <laughs> we'll throw her in the water or something like that. And it, and it'd be like, if she's made of wood, they think like witches were made of wood, what? which is why they would float. <laughs> what? <laughs> <In your face. laughs> what? And then they'll be like, well, wood floats yes so she's a witch and they're like her. <laughs> well i feel very educated in harry potter guys i definitely i have more questions that i'm gonna dive into later on um but thank you for answering questions today about harry potter um i feel like i am one level higher than what i was when i started <laughs> today do you feel like you're more connected to your house or connected to your patronus now that you actually know what it is yes actually reading what it what it means i'm like oh, that, that all makes more sense and i and i do do firmly believe i am that house that patronus definitely fits i i feel like i belong now i'm not just someone who knows what house they belong to oh i got a question yeah okay if you guys could take one thing away from um, the books or the movies and apply it to your life, um, it could be like any of the magical assistants they have, any of the food, any of like the school related stuff, like what's something you would want to apply to your lives from there? Because mm, I would want a flying car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. I would want St. Mongoose Hospital. Why? (laughs) 
Because it's so funny when Hermione is trying to describe what her dad does. Her dad's a dentist. Mm-hmm. And they feel like it's so barbaric. He cuts into their gums. He pulls their teeth out. Wait, there's no dentists? Well, they do it Healing all with magic. magic. Oh, duh. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, what? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I just think if you could just, you know, swish and flick over someone's face and then just fix all their problems. And then you hear about people carving into someone else's mouth and like using pliers and, yeah. and putting people to sleep. And that that would sound very it barbaric. sounds very barbaric. Imagine describing plastic surgery. Oh, <laughs> I think it, I think it would be cool if we had Quidditch. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I wouldn't want to play, but <laughs> I, I would go to a Quidditch stand? game. Hell yeah, <laughs> I would love to watch. Is it, drink um, some butterbeer. I, I know it's not real Quidditch, but I do know that um, certain schools, universities, do have teams who play a version of Quidditch out there. There is a Quidditch World Cup. Yes, I know that that exists. Yeah, I've seen it on YouTube live. <laughs> It's kind of insane. You just see these people running around on a stick and trying to throw a ball into a ball. the hoops. Yeah. Dang. I think it's funny. But then what do you do about the golden snitch in real life? Oh, yeah. Do they have a gold, golden thing? That that was wiped clean from my Maybe. Memory. Maybe. <laughs> that was not the important thing. I, that, that didn't stick. Maybe they just put like a ball in like a dog's mouth and like try and get I'm it. I'm No, I'm just it. imagining somebody like putting a gold ball on like fishing line on like a hook and then just someone like randomly waving it around in the, <laughs> oh, in the cool. field and then be like, go ahead and catch it. You got to catch it. <laughs> I think of Family Guy, that guy that's all greased up. He's like, try to catch me. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, just a so greased up little ball. I don't know. like a gold leotard. <laughs> just all in gold. I don't know what I would bring just because, uh, dang, everything, like I said, I've only really paid attention the one time that I watched them. Um, I don't know what I would bring, um, so I don't have an answer. Hmm. Howlers would be pretty cool. That would oh, be cool. Oh, God, no. What? Imagine <laughs> What's that? Time. Huh? I would get those all the time. That'd be funny. I would send you one myself and be <laughs> like, touch my titties. <laughs> For those of you, <laughs> for those of you listening right now, before this podcast started, we were trying to get Sally to touch Alex's titty. Um, it was it was done with permission. I consented. It was consensual. It was full consent. Full, fully consensual. It was consensual. They even like I was like at the same time like you guys touch each other's titty. You you talk about it a lot, Sally, but you ain't doing it. When Goddamn touch her titty. <laughs> She's literally wearing a big V-cut shirt with her tits half hanging out. I would enjoy it way too much, and I don't think our friendship would ever be the same. I call bullshit. <laughs> I would literally send you a howler while you're working. Just embarrass, embarrass you, you at work. Just to embarrass you. Touch my titty! <laughs> <laughs> And everyone would be like, what's that about? And you're like, that was not for me. <laughs> She's not trying to hide Idea. it. And then you yeah. send like another one with just like one little solo moan. Just like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> she can't even talk. No, she's, she's a loss of her words. Don't avoid the question. 
So you really wouldn't? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I I think. Okay, I'll just say the wands. I would like a wand. Okay. Just you yeah. know, just be able to like too. flick a wand, like you said earlier, and just change something. I don't like this. Change it. The way I like the way you said change it. <laughs> <I'll> like, just, <laughs> uh, I would do that then. I think I, I I would I would be thinking way too hard. So I'm just gonna pick the easy one, <laughs> the wand. Mm. I think everybody would want a wand. Like, just, imagine you could just like cast a spell. Yeah, just just whip out your wand from like your sleeve, or just randomly. Just... But then it would have to have the same consequences as Harry Potter. Like, if you do it incorrectly, it would backfire. backfire. On you. Like when Ron had to eat slugs instead of it went to somebody else. Oh, because he taped it up and it backfired. <laughs> oh, oh, like, damn! Eat slugs. So I need the YouTube on Wizarding One Hundred One. I mean, that's why you go to Wizarding School. Sign me up. How much does that tuition cost, though? Shit. What, do they Student have, like, loans. Do they have a FAFSA? <laughs> I would want to go, just because I'm such a nerd. I want to learn these spells. I play the Harry Potter game on my mobile phone, and it's Where's so my fun. Mobile phone? My mobile. mobile. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't think I'd want to go to Hogwarts. So I'd want to go to the school where all those like big manly men are from like the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I'd want to go to that school. Like but I isn't, would, you're is, not a dude though. Okay, it's I can ma- be. No, <laughs> haven't you guys heard of Mulan? She just topped her hair off and she just <laughs> acted like a dude. I would yeah, do the same thing. Tape your titties down. <laughs> You're That's way fine. too pretty. At night, she just creeps out. Surprise! <laughs> Touching my titty. Surprise, motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, it's, it's a okay. harem now. Men can be pretty too, though, Sally. I can just be a really pretty man. That's true. That and have true. men questioning their sexualities, but just mind-fucking them and be like, no, Ooh. she's just, just be like, it'll make you gay. It's okay. And like men have big butts too. Look at Chris Evans. Hell America's yeah. ass. America's, America's ass. ass. So mm. I'd fit right in. <laughs> Big old ham. <laughs> You're not getting away from touching her titty. You're going to do it today. <laughs> it's happening. That's our episode. <laughs> <laughs> Any more questions or anything you guys want to enlighten me on on Harry Potter and its magical world? No. No. Wait. I've never had butterbeer. Neither have I. Okay. So that's Same. I mean. Was it supposed to be beer? No. Like in the film? No. Okay, then I'm not interested. Wizarding World here in California is shit compared to what it is in Florida. They, oh, it, they have like both parts of like completed already at Universal Studios. They got the Gringotts Bank. Well, I feel like they have more land to do that over there than mm-hmm. like California, where they have Universal Studios. It's There's not tiny. much room to grow. Mm-hmm. So I think they did the best that they could with the space <laughs> that they had. And they're like, you get the castle. All I know is that I think one of the rides is not fluffy friendly. If you're a certain kind of fluffy, you don't fit. Oh, is it the Hagrid's it's, ride? No, I think it's the castle one. I don't know. Oh, I think it is. Yeah, because even when I like, like, I got big tits, but I mean, I'm like, it was a struggle for me. Like, the dude had to like press it down, and I'm just like, fuck, I'm not even like that big. I could yeah. imagine somebody, you know. That's all I know is that one of those rides is not fluffy friendly. Mm hmm. That's discriminating on thick wizards. <laughs> thick thick wizards. wizards. Damn, that's like a category of porn they would have too. <laughs> thick wizards. Thick wizards. Oh my god. <laughs> wizard porn. Ooh, what categories do you think they would have? <gasps> In wizard porn? Ooh. Like enchanted forest porn? Enchanted no, they would definitely be like broomstick up the ass. Oh, hell yeah. Broomstick <laughs> up the ass. Hell yeah. 
Oh my god, this conversation just went Some, dark. Somebody would love being berated by a howler. <laughs> Ooh. Or you can be like, find the golden snitch. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> what hole is it in? Centaur <laughs> porn. That's, you know, that'd be interesting to watch. <laughs> somebody getting freaky with like goblins and house elves. You know what? It's probably already out there if we look hard enough. We'll find yeah. it. Harry Potter after dark. There ha- <laughs> it's, it's out there. <laughs> it's gotta be out there. Them doing Sally's their own like, I've already looked it up. She's like, I'm in four movies. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you sound like when you finish? Just... <laughs> She's like, I'm the Hogwarts Express. I'm snake. It's Slytherin porn. Just let me slither between them thighs. It's a secret. It's a secret. (laughs) (laughs) It's just too easy. It's so easy to get you flustered. Oh, my gosh. You should see me actually talk to guys. It's just it's like. A. <laughs> Look, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't bye. Even, I don't need to see you talk to guys because I see how you talk to me and you get flustered. Yes, I do. And I articulate more with you. Okay, and I'm not even putting my full moves on you. Imagine oh, damn, imagine. You would be sliding off your seat. We just damn. need to get some drinks in her. And that because you're then. sweating. <laughs> Look at her. She's silent because she's flustered. Damn. I'm so no. flustered. <laughs> We need to make you take like two shots before you get on here too. I think that would be different. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Well, not today because your tummy was upset. I mean, you've seen me almost hit on a bartender. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Oh almost. My almost. She was Keyword. a drink short. No. Almost. Wow. I did hit on the DJ. I asked him to dance, and he said no. Never hit wow. on a DJ. He's busy. He's, <laughs> he's, keeping he's, the he's turning tables. He was sitting with us that night. That don't mean shit. He's just probably looking for a place to sit. <laughs> He's like, I'm tired. He's I'm like, standing. my knees hurt. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm 45 and I'm still a DJ. <laughs> That's true, though. Damn. It's true. I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> I got myself all sweaty on that one. I was laughing. Are we good to go? <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> we kind of derailed at the end. It's all good. No, I like I like where this was going. <laughs> but uh, tune in next episode to see if Sally touches Alex's tit. Yes, to be continued. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you guys want to go ahead and check us out on social media, we are at Modern Wenches on Instagram. Do you guys have anything you want to plug? No. No, oh. thank you guys so much for listening and hope you tune in for the next episode. Let us know what house you're in. Oh, that too. Yeah, you want to slither in these pants? <laughs> you a griffin whore? <laughs> you're a griffin whore? <laughs> you want to huffle that puff? <laughs> Such slutty slither. I can't come up with Ravenclaw. What's one? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know. Ravenclaw? I don't know. Damn. Oh. Sorry, I let you down on that one. It's fine. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.